I think the Beatitudes for us are very, very familiar. Luke's version, just a little bit different. I almost read it as, um, blessed are, are, are the poor in spirit. Uh, as Matthew writes it. But uh, we get so familiar with those Beatitudes, those, those eight um, blessings that, that Christ gives to us. But in Luke, he gives the opposite as well. He gives us a, uh, the, 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 the consequence if we're not following some of these things, that, that, that if, we're, if we've already achieved it and we're, and we're, we're um, so proud of ourselves that we, we've forgotten from whence it has come, uh, then we're going to suffer some deep consequences, the woes uh, uh, of life. I think all through our, our scriptures, especially uh, in the wisdom readings uh, that would, uh, with which Jesus would have been very familiar. And I, by wisdom readings, I mean, you know, we have the Psalms, we have Proverbs, uh, and others uh, like that. And, and, and we all have a favorite psalm. We can name our psalm. 51 is a great psalm. A Lord have mercy on me, a sinner. 23, the Lord puts the, the banquet ahead of us and, and anoints our heads with oil. You know, we have so many uh, psalms that are just so familiar to us, and, and, and we like to, to remember them and meditate upon them. Even in the book of Proverbs, each one of us has a proverb that we may, that we may enjoy. Those little tiny uh, spiritual pericopes that, that they give us in the Old Testament. Um, and and they're, they're call, they call us um, to, to not only like them, but to use them for our growth, to use them for our benefit. Um, when we see these psalms that we like, we see these proverbs, we see other p- passages of scripture that we like, we're invited to reflect upon them, which leads us eventually to repentance. And that repentance then leads us to an atonement. And that atonement leads us then to serve, and to want to serve God and to know ourselves and to know God even more. You know, I look at the, the Psalms and the Proverbs a little bit differently than I look at the Ten Commandments. You know, you think about the Ten Commandments, they're, they're, they're the, uh, the standard bearer for the community. You know, if we want to know how to live as God's people, we need to know those Ten Commandments, all of them. And we need to, to listen very carefully to them. Uh, and, you know, but when we get to these Psalms and Proverbs, they're really meant for ourselves, individual part of the community, our own spiritual growth, our own spiritual knowledge. You know, we often say, well, well God's ways, is just, they're just not fair. The scripture even says that. The scriptures say, you say, God's ways are not, my, are, are not fair. And God answers, is it my way that's not fair? Or is it your way that's not fair? Because God's always offering us these choices between something. Today in Luke's gospel is between being blessed or being cursed being being uh, happy or being woeful. And, and, and we call, in, in Christianity, we call it free will, that God gives us a choice. You know, uh, he, he says in, in the book of Deuteronomy, he says, I'm going to place before you life and death, a blessing or a curse. So it's something that's not new for God when Jesus comes and, and preaches these beatitudes. It's very ingrained into who God is. That he's always placing before us the opportunity to choose and then to be, have a benefit, a reward. And so Jesus is very clear today on that. You know, blessed are the pure heart, they will see God. You know, there was a, um, I found this this week and, and I want to share it with you. There was a, a priest 
or a pastor of a church who'd asked uh, young children between the ages of 8 and 11 to reflect on the Beatitudes. And he particularly said to them, reflect on the, the one that blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. What does that mean to you? What does being pure mean to you in your heart? And here's, here are the responses, some of the responses he, that he got. Dear Father, I know that God loves everybody, but he never met my sister. <laughs> Sincerely yours. <laughs> Dear Father, please say sometime in your sermon that Peter Peterson has been a good boy this week. Love, Peter Peterson. I think my father should be a priest. Every day he's giving us a sermon about something. <laughs> father, I'm sorry that I can't put more money in the basket. But my father won't give me a raise in my allowance. Could you please have a sermon someday about raising your child's allowance? <laughs> my mother is very religious. She goes to play bingo at church even when she has a cold. I'd like to go to heaven someday, Father, because I know my brother won't be there. I had the same thought. <laughs> I think a lot more people would come to your church, Father, if you moved it closer to Disneyland. <laughs> or maybe Los Angeles today. Uh, no, that's close, too. Uh, please say a prayer for my little league team. We need God's help or another pitcher. My father says that I should learn the Ten Commandments, but I don't think we have to because he has enough rules in our house already. Father, are there devils walking the face of the earth? Because I think I have one in my classroom. How does God know that, that there are good people, and how does God know that there are bad people? Does someone tell him, or does he read about it online? You think about, and that's what this what eight, nine, and ten year olds, eleven year olds think of, of of how they interpret. But how do we interpret those? Do we what do we see in in what what Christ has offered us this day, or what God has offered throughout our salvation history? You know, even at first reading this morning, uh, you know, Jeremiah tells us that if we really want to find true happiness, we want to be blessed, then we have to place our trust in God and put our trust in his promises, to stand on those promises, to live by those promises, to, to never give up on those promises. The responsorial psalm told us that if we wanted to be blessed, we had to keep God's law. We, had to, we have to know what God wants of us and how we interpret that and live it out. And in the gospel, of course, Jesus says if we want to be happy, we have to be poor and hungry we have to weep. We have to be hated by others. We have to be excluded, insulted, and denounced because we didn't give up hope. We stand on those promises. Today we rejoice and, that we, are, and we are glad that God offers us these choices, this free will. May we always stay close to Christ, faithful to his teaching, never parted from him, so that our reward will be great in heaven.